Welcome to the South Road, boys. Hello, Mr. Barnes. Hello, Mr. Mather. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. What's going on? I'm tired. Are you? Just, yeah. Had a campy weekend. Oh, sweet. Not, not campy <laughs> as in, not that kind of campy. Not that kind of campy? Well, it's okay. I look for one to have that kind of campy. Fair enough. Wouldn't be an issue. Just have to hang your socks on the other end of the swag, really. Exactly right. You know, it's just, that's the signal. Yep. The so, universal signal. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, I just had a campy weekend and, I mean- you know, when you're sleeping in the swag and you're outdoors and you stay up late by the fire and you have a few drinkies. And did you have a beverage or two? I did have a beverage or, or dozens. <laughs> did you now? And um, you do tend to maybe not refresh your body as well as what you normally would sleeping in your own bed and going to bed at a, a more sober hour. <laughs> oh, so when you're at home and you kind of go, oh, you know what, it's two in the morning, probably best turn in. Yeah. When you're camping though- it's more four or five. Oh, in the no, not really. No, it doesn't get that late. Like, I set myself a rule. Uh, <laughs> what do we know about rules, Troy? <laughs> They're made to be broken. Are they? Yes. No, they're made to be adhered. That's why the <laughs> fucking rules. Let's not go around willy nilly breaking rules. That's the reason why we have rules. Maybe. Anyway, what was your rule? I wasn't allowed to go to bed until the moon came up. Mm hmm. The moon was really slow coming up over the last few days. <laughs> it was there a moon over the last couple of days? It wasn't hitting until about 11, 30, 12 o'clock. Okay, but that's not... But it's not too bad. That's not too bad. It isn't. But you also start drinking at lunchtime. <laughs> 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 and when I say that, look, I'm one of those people that I don't... Like, you're not drinking stupidly. You just... You're constantly just having another beer or whatever you're having. So you're not... You're not falling over drunk next to the fire to try and get to the swag. You're just in that comfort zone of, okay, look, probably time. Have you reached the, the swag. Have you reached the point where you just go, fuck, I don't even want to get up out of my camp chair. I'm just, I'm just going to whiz here. No, I haven't actually done that. No. Okay, so you that. have gone up, staggered the five metres to the nearest shrubbery. Yep. And just watered that. Yeah. Perfect. That works. How do you go, like how far away are your... Your neighbours? Uh, in this situation, the nearest- <laughs> Metre na- and a half. <laughs> no, the nearest neighbour was probably, I don't know, probably 60, 70 metres away. Oh, that's perfectly fine. Well, they were a fair way off. And is it seen as poor form if you wee on their swag? <laughs> Only if they know. <laughs> There's actually no rule that says you can't. Except you're weeing and all of a sudden you hear this, Hey, Ivan! <laughs> <laughs> Is it supposed to be raining? <laughs> I can guarantee that mum and dad do not stay in a swag. They are well beyond the age of swag time. Stop. Swag time. <laughs> yeah, no, they're not doing that. Okay, fair they have, their, they have a little caravan, though, that they use. Caravan of love. That's all right. Why not? Yes, love a good caravan. Now, is it a fancy ladida no. slashes Michael Jackson caravan no, with, Christ, a, with no. a toot? No. Oh. Or is it just a bucket in the corner? <laughs> Um, that only would, mum's allowed to use. <laughs> I actually don't even know. I reckon they're probably be, no. It's only the bigger, fancier ones have the toilet in them, don't they? 
not necessarily. What shape is it? Is it a is it a newish? As no, it's in, a, and when I say it's new, not a, it's not a new van, but it's a it's, it's not one of those, those rounded corner ones that you see from the seventies. Uh, no, it's squarish. Oh fuck! Why but am it's I not, asking? But it's not I've new seen or it. modern. I've seen it in the fucking driveway. Yeah. So there you go, idiot. <laughs> um, so, but it does it. Fair they enough. don't need fancy, don't they? No. No, I G G Y. Have you seen my mum and dad? They, are, they don't uh, need fancy. They're so fancy. <laughs> and you already know. But the excitement, though, which anyone who was on my Facebook page and you would have seen this as well, mm. was Critter Time. Stop. Critter Time. Fuck, there was some Critter Time going yeah. on. Yeah. So the night, I mean, there was the, the one night where um, I actually got to pat the ringtail possum. I was very excited about this. <laughs> not a euphemism. No. No, it's actually not. <laughs> Sounds it, though, doesn't it? Doesn't it ever? Yeah. So I'm there on the chair. Um, uh, I was there by myself this night. Um, there was no one else at the campsite. Shelley buggered off, and yes. I'm just kicking back, and I'm just enjoying that little bit of um, enjoying that bit of time. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's a few wobblies. What Pre- were they? Wobblies. Wobblies. Yeah, <laughs> that's what they're called. Not even wobblies. <laughs> no wobblies. After you've had a couple of asashis, I'm sure yeah. they are wobblies. <laughs> they um sounds cuter when you say wobbly. Is it? Yeah. Or it just sounds like you've been drinking since twelve. <laughs> <laughs> So they're all cruising around, and yep. then this—I look down, and he's this little ringtail possum is just going under my seat and just in front of the fire, he's having a bit of a look around. Oh, he's giving, going for the nuts under yeah, the, and, under and the seat, and I'm like, "What's going on, little dude?" Because <laughs> when you speak to a possum, <laughs> hey, little buddy, you got to put on a character voice. Do I, you? I don't know if you know this or not. This is a rule. Oh, okay, sure. Yeah, everyone knows when you speak to critters. Yes, you got to put on a bit of a character voice. Tell me, and because it's give only, me your give me your ringtail possum. Well, it's only it's more. I wouldn't even say it's a character voice. It's more like a cutesy voice. Mm-hmm. So it's a little. It's like, oh, what's going on, dude? What are you doing? Oh, just like a little bit higher. You just got to rip it up and if you on the pitch. An octave. Yeah. Hey, so. little buddy. <laughs> So yeah, and he's great. He's just cruising around, and and then he wandered off. People do that to children all the time. True. So it's probably no different. Yeah, you're probably right. So I gave. I actually reached down and um, I moved the chair down to put my feet down because it's one of those that kind of recline back for a really comfy chair. Someone spent the extra couple of bucks on that that chair, didn't they? Yeah. When you sit in it all day, you want a decent one. (laughs) When you're there for twelve hours, (laughs) blowing off the head of a couple of frothies. Well, some of the cheap. Camping chairs where you got a stubby outer inside and all the rest. They do cut under your legs a little bit after a while. Do they now? They're not. Some are overly comfortable. Bring back the fucking banana lounge, mate. Well, that's what this is like. It's like a banana lounge, but it's obviously a lot more fucking fancy. And you don't have to get down at ground level to get in it. No, no, you don't. <laughs> no. So anyway, so I've, I've dipped this down so I can get back. And the little dudes come up and just kind of sat between my feet. Mm. And I gave him a little pat. And then he kind of headed off. And I thought, okay, he didn't really like that. Mm. He's taken off. And then I'm sitting there. I'm... Another mouthful of my drink, and then he's wandered past again in a different direction. I'm thinking, you're just hanging around, aren't you, dude? Is it the same one, though? Oh, definitely the same one. Oh, okay. Yeah, no. You could tell by the bow tie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but earlier to that as well, I uh, I had a few veggies and stuff that I hadn't cooked up. I hadn't used everything, so I thought, well, say bringing them home. Mm. I'll just throw them out on the bit of grass here in the camping area so the wobblies can come and munch on those. Of course. And, um, but fresh fruit and vegetable, we're not talking... You know, processed foods. No, no. No, it was um, like there was uh, carrots and some Brussels sprouts. Perfect. Yeah. Healthy. So bit. I've realized that ringtail possums mm. love a veggie. <laughs> Don't 
don't they ever? He's over there, and I'm thinking, okay, this is my chance. How to go and actually get a decent little photo or video of him? You do realise that you're not talking, you're not saying anything. That fucking person who's got a garden doesn't already know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I wandered over, and then he's got a bit of carrot going on. And I'm there, and I thought I'll just do a little video of him a little bit closer up. And I'm Gives there, you the old WhatsApp doc. They're, they're giving him a pat, and he's just hanging around, loving it. Yeah. But in the meantime as well, we had like we had wallabies everywhere. Um, there was a bandicoot going fucking nuts. <laughs> like, I get why Crash was named mm. after a bandicoot now. Really? This little dude was flying around like he was on fucking speed. Methamphetamines. Um, well, he'd been 60 metres up the road <laughs> where they were doing meth. I was sitting there having a drink, and suddenly he had this... Russell, Russell, and I thought, what's that? I thought, is that the rubbish bag? I thought, I better wobble. He's gone over and he's, you know, just in the bag trying to nuzzle something out of there. Sure. And then I couldn't see any wobblies, and I hear this nuzzling, so I walked over, and he's just fucking bandicoot in the bag. <laughs> <laughs> and then he kept, and he's kind of jumped out, and he's there just like nuzzling into this foil and stuff. And, yes. And then we kind of buggered him off, uh, yes. and then moved the bag. Right. Um, but then every now and then you could see him just tear across. <laughs> and he was searching around. Freedom! He's like, the bag must be somewhere. So yeah. I'll fucking try over there. No, fucking I'll try over there. Oh, under there. I'll go under the car. He's down beside under there either. He does sound like he was on meth. He was all over the fucking shop. But in the midst of looking for that as well, in mm. the crate that I got my gas bottle, looked in there, there was a mouse. <laughs> like, I, I was You're like, like the, the Dr. Doolittle. It was like the evolution of Critter. Yes. You know the evolution of man, how yes. you kind of rise up? Third from the left, yeah, that's so generally where I see of, you. We have mouse, <laughs> bandicoot, yes. uh, ringtail possum, wobbly. Yep. So they just got bigger as they went. Okay. So that was as big as it got. Okay, fair yeah, enough. So, but it was just good. I do I do like critters. They're fun. Did any of them get in the swag? No. Snuggle them up? I'll tell you what, I reckon that possum would have done if I'd let him. Really? He was keen to hang around. Keen to hang around? Yeah. If you want to put a ringtail on it. What? <laughs> Possum love. Possum love. Oh, I tell you, good, that's a sweet thing. possum love. Love it. Because the good thing is, too, I mean, they're pretty much like a fleshlight. You can just hold them with one hand. <laughs> 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 like, they're so easy to manoeuvre. They're so easy. The ringtail fleshlight. <laughs> I tell you what, if the good people at Fleshlight are listening, it's an untapped market. <laughs> All it needs is that your regular flashlight with a ringtail on the end that can wrap around your balls. Yep, it's called the the special edition. It's called the Cocturnal. <laughs> the Cocturnal <laughs> comes out at night. Oh, I love mm. that. And and you do you actually get the ringtail that you know? Oh yeah, yeah. You need that. It, it's almost like a a cock ring sort of thing. Mm. Yeah, or just under the balls. Perfect. Hold them up. The only thing you don't do though is when you when you're using it, you don't go, "What's going on, little fella?" <laughs> <laughs> so that just that makes it weird. Oh, okay, yeah. that makes it weird. Yeah. <laughs> or or then when you've got purchase regret and you go, "Oh, I got a bush tail." <laughs> a bush tail. <laughs> it's from the seventies line. <laughs> Oh, um, wow. Yes, that was my weekend. Bosses with the South Road Boys. Oh, dude, what this show is, just, it's gone to the crapper, hasn't it? <laughs> really? Has? <laughs> <laughs> You're making it sound like it didn't start there. Um, but uh, possums are, have been the bane of my uh, Look, my I, I kind of get it. For, for someone like yourself that has a garden and so forth, yeah. as cute as they are, they are essentially a pest, though. They are. And look, I, I look, even the wife and I, we don't mind them so much. The thing is, we've got a money tree, and when I say money tree, I call that 
a money tree because it grows avocados. Okay. And at one point in time, they were worth more than their weight in gold. <laughs> like, they were the hardest thing in the that world. That was your money tree. Yeah. So, um, and as a family, we don't mind an avocado or two. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the one they fucking go for. Yep. Like, they don't touch the rest of the garden. <laughs> they they like, know that's the good stuff. Yeah. So, putting up basically all manner of levers and pulleys and all these things to protect these avocados. Yeah. Because they take 12 months to go from little baby avocados to oh, something really? you can eat. Yeah, it fucking takes forever. Okay. It's not an easy and quick Maybe that's process. why they're so expensive then because it's Probably. so much work. Yeah. I just finish off, I will say that uh, – so the place I went to, Black River, on the, yes. which is near Stanley in Tasmania. First thing it's you a know, great I'll little be back in Black River again. <laughs> it's a great little camping area. Yes, um, but they have uh, an app called WikiCamps. You can use Australia wide. Yeah, I think you've mentioned uh, that before. Yeah, and look, probably there's probably other international versions of it too. I'm sure. And that partners um, with Tinder. No, it doesn't. Yeah, no, it doesn't at all. <laughs> or Tinder. But you can go on there and you can put reviews on things and you can and so forth. So. If you're ever going oh, yes. somewhere, you can jump on this. And someone might have actually been there a day prior. So they'll actually say, you know what, the road in's really corrugated or shit. So I've got a van. It's probably not going to be great for you. And, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there was, a, I just jumped on <laughs> out of curiosity of <laughs> you know, to see if there was much of a, because uh, sometimes you, get, you do get a bit of a bogan element in camp areas where it's just fucking annoying. Like, whereas they'll be up, like, doing the bogan kind of doof, doof, doof yeah, music yeah, up to yeah. two oh, in so the morning. So you can look at this app and people go, Give Black River a miss this weekend. Yeah, there's a group there that's just the, 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 doesn't give a shit about anyone. It's, and, you know, it's the NASCAR set. They're all there. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> um, or it might be a case of, you know, the place is absolutely packed. Yeah. You're probably not going to get a site. Whatever else. Chock full of fleshlights. Yeah, it could be. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I just looked at There was a, a little review on there, which was just funny, and I screenshot it just to read it out. Of course. Because it's one of those scenarios where I just think that – there's a thing called predictive text. There is. So you can be typing your message in. Yep. Uh, and then the phone will change a word to what you think or what it thinks a word should be. Based on probably what you've been typing recently. Very possibly. So what you need to do when you send the message is make sure when you go back, check to make sure it hasn't changed. Just a quick Yeah. Or even if you haven't missed a word or something, you know. Or if you misspell something, it'll do a correction, but maybe not the word you're after. Exactly. It'll go to what you, it believes it should have been. Mm. So this was only a small four-line review or review comment. Yep. Um, which is actually really good. But it's, uh, So um, party melons and quokkas everywhere. Party melons. Party melons. <laughs> now, I've, I don't know whether that means there's like lots of really happy big boobies around. Yeah, or just melons that or are just, fucking... Up for a yeah, night out. Up for a great night. So, I mean, I could be wrong, Joe, but it yes. might have been paddy melons. Oh, okay. Which are now basically yeah, yeah. like your wallabies. And yeah, yeah, yeah. The, sorry, wobblies. Wobblies. Mind that you, kind of though, thing. it could be code. Because oh, when oh, I used, oh, oh. Well, no, because when I used to work in okay. the event industry, we banned melons as a, as a food source that you could bring in, specifically watermelons, but I would imagine it would go to – Party melons, cantaloupes, because all those things take liquid if you inject them quite well. There you go. People would inject booze into them, believe it or not. Can't believe people. And they'd be sitting there getting pissed on watermelon because it's chock full of three bottles of vodka. Well, maybe there were party melons in. Yeah. Maybe I'm wrong. Oranges as well. They're a big one. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So it was uh, party melons and quokkas everywhere. So quokkas are. They're, they're basically like the wallabies and same sort of thing. Like, Are they, though? Yeah, I believe so. If you're a – maybe – I reckon 
I reckon they have partnered with Tinder. <laughs> Party melons, big-chested women. Yeah, okay. And quokkas, which is like a dom or a sub. <laughs> like the, really? Yeah, yeah, Okay, yeah. it's just another subcategory. Yeah, so men who like big-breasted women mm-hmm. and big-breasted women who like to party, are all here. Okay. So if, if you like big-breasted women, that's your place. I like big, big boobs and I cannot lie. You other brother won't deny. <laughs> or if you have big breasticles. Like remember what's out, the quackers go quack. <laughs> the quackers go quack. <laughs> now, fair enough then. Yeah, so that's just first line. So um, to finish it off, nice bush sites, which once again- <laughs> no if we go on down the, the 70s, pads, nice bush sites with plenty of space to do some yogurt after waking up in the morning. <laughs> oh, this is so code. Look. This is this is upside down pineapple shirts everywhere. So, I mean, I once again, I assumed it might have been perhaps yoga. Do some oh, yoga, yoga of a morning after waking. That Who would the make fuck sense. Does that when they go? Oh, camping? I don't know. I'd only ever do it naked. How, well, and you're not is there any other way? You're not going to do that when you're camping, are you? Aren't you? <laughs> Get the attention of all the quackers. The old downward dog with the quacker in front of you. <laughs> it's party melons everywhere. <laughs> yeah, so um, I just thought that was great. Party melons, quackers, and the perfect area to do some yogurt <laughs> yeah, after waking up. in the morning. Who, have you, like, you've been camping a thousand times more than I have. Have you ever seen anyone in the morning? Well, once again. Are you getting up at the crack of dawn? <laughs> or, have normally, you got the, or have you got the canvas zipped up and it's more like, you know, half eight? It is zipped up, but look, I'm not normally getting up till, yeah, 8, 8, 30. Yeah, so you've you're missed the crack of dawn. Like, you're on holidays. Like, yeah. Um, but the thing is with the swag as well, and you'll notice this because mm. you've got one of these now. So Don't you, I ever. If you do a bit more camping mm. with it. Like go outside with it. Outside with it, yeah. Oh, uh, but you'll notice Hang that on. if it's summerish, yes. it, they do get pretty freaking warm of a morning. Do they now? Yeah, so it's you're not going to lay in it very long. Okay. Yeah, I don't so. mind a toasty, though. <laughs> oh, it's, it's a bit more than toasty. Yep. Yeah, so. Mm, but enough. it's also, I don't know, it's nice to sleep in, but you're also there to just enjoy the, the outdoors. Have you ever seen anyone doing yoga? Haven't seen or anyone yogurt. doing yoga. Probably more chance of seeing yogurt. Yeah. Yeah, like I'd, I'd do some yogurt of a morning. Or yogurt. <laughs> so, hmm. Being what that was my weekend. Fuck, What mate. about you, mate? I was up at Sparrows this morning. Dawn service. Of course. So for those roadies, So I missed it this year because I wasn't home. You were your quackers. My quackers. <laughs> and your party melons. Yep. I used to do the um, the dawn service quite a bit, though. Did you? I know? used to quite enjoy it. Yeah. yeah. So we uh, saw the dawn service once again in Olveston because that's probably the nearest. Well, fourth is probably closer, but Olveston, you know, you got the clock. Why not? Is that a clocker? It's a clocker, <laughs> and also because it does mean that after the dawn service. Uh, if we are good little boys and girls, we can do a Macca's run for oh, breakfast. Oh, yes, I've been known to do that after mm. dawn service. Mind though. you, the first time we did dawn service, that was never on the cards and was only mentioned for those people who actually came to dawn service. Right. You only get one You only get one go at that, though, because <laughs> now they know, like, you go to dawn service, <laughs> Macca's is on. Yep. But that said- It becomes part of the culture. Well, it does, but it also means that But both my children knew that if they didn't come to dawn service, I probably would have got a Macca's anyway. Right. But they both said, yep, Dad, we're in. Yep. So it was my son's first dawn service and Ella's Ah. second dawn service. It was 
Wonderful. Yeah. It is an extraordinary thing to go to. Now, for those people who don't know who are roadies who who were abroad, uh, Anzac Day, 25th of April, um, is the day that we celebrate, well, is the commemoration of the Australian New Zealand Army Corps landing at Gallipoli in World War I mm-hmm. and getting fucking slaughtered. Yeah. But through that came what we call locally know as the Anzac Spirit, which was, you know, Fuck you, Johnny Turk. <laughs> is that the spirit, is it? Yeah, that's it. Right, Fuck you, Johnny Turk. Um, it wasn't what they had in their hip flask. No. Because I tell you what, I reckon there was a bit of that going around. Oh, you'd need it. <laughs> you'd fucking need it. Anyway, so this this morning was great. Um, we did the dawn service, and I got to hear a woman by the name of Libby Perkins was her, is her name. She's still alive. Unless, of course, she's passed away in the last 12 or so hours. Um, who was Australia's representative at Gallipoli in 2019 for laying the wreath on behalf of the Australian okay. RSL. So, fucking big hitter. Um, and she served in the armed forces. Uh, I'm not exactly sure of what she did in the armed forces. I, I don't know her that well, but I will... If I can connect with her, I'd love to hear her story because she's got a couple of medals on the on the chest. Okay. Um, but she spoke about when she went there. Now, she lives in the North Motten era. This woman had me at tears, by the way. So no surprises that I fucking loved it. Um, when she went there, she spoke about, I think it's twelve or 13,000 headstones. Yeah. And all those headstones are identical. Mm-hmm. No matter what country you're from, no matter what rank you are, no matter what class you are in, in society, everyone was there to fight and everyone fucking died. Mm-hmm. And so you're lying next to someone who did the exact same thing. Yep. Um, so that's beautiful. And she found the tombstone or the headstone of a young boy who was 19 who was from North Motten, whose name right. is actually on the memorial in Olveston. And the bit that made me get all teary and gets a bit tingly now is she goes, and as I looked out, I could see the canola flowers nearby, which is exactly what he looked at when he left at 19 in North Motten. <laughs> so he, once again, for the rest of his life, he'll be looking at the canola plants. And I'm yeah. like, oh, fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Just turn on the tap. Turn on the tap. So it was mm. absolutely lovely, absolutely beautiful. Um, and then uh, because we are, as you would have well know, members of the Turner's Beach Cub Scouts movement. Mm-hmm. We backed it up with a 9am at 4th, where my children marched in there and uh, was very honoured that my daughter got to be a flag bearer, Oh, which was great. And Jake was uh, given the honour with another cub to lay the wreath. Oh, that would have been awesome. Yeah, so it was absolutely lovely and we got there and fucking cold. It was colder at 9 o'clock than what it was at 6 a.m. I can tell you that for yeah. Look, I, I love Anzac Day. I think it's it's a great day to, especially for people who are younger, mm. just to show that little bit of respect because whether you believe in war, whether you think war is a good thing or a bad thing, unfortunately, as a human race, we tend to like fighting with others and it's not going away anytime soon. No, um, well, we still fucking do it. Ask Uncle Vlad. Exactly. But, I mean, where we are, especially here in Australia, a lot of the things that we have uh, – we can basically owe to those people that sacrificed their lives and went to war and so forth and fought for what we have now. So yeah. whether you like it or not, um, we need to be thankful of those who um, – and a lot of them are really teenagers. Mm. Just – I mean, you can't even imagine it. You just can't. And, and we're very lucky we don't need to. 
Absolutely. And and I suppose it was really good because my children, Ella probably did because she came last year, but Jake really didn't have an understanding of the gravitas of the situation, mm. of why we have Anzac Day. And there would have been about 50 veterans walking uh, or marching, um, and he was looking at their medals, and obviously, uh, I don't know whether or not people know, but if you wear your medals on your left breast, they are medals that you have earned or, mm-hmm. or been given. And if you wear medals on your right breast, they are in memory of someone else. You're wearing somebody else's yes. memories, medals. Um, and the amount of people who were wearing them on both. So that yeah, means they okay. served and they were also wearing somebody else's medals. Yeah. And, there's, and um, my son, after they walked out and they marched, they had all the Anzacs or the, the, you know, the servicemen and women looking at the memorial – um, my son said, oh, can I sit down? I said, no, mate, you can't. Sorry, we 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 will stand the whole length. Mm-hmm. I said, look over that bloke over there. And he was one of the ex-servicemen, and I reckon if he was 400, he was a day. Yeah. Like, he was fucking old. And he had a walking stick, and he was still – he had more lean on him than the Tower of Pisa. <laughs> I said, that man is standing, and as long as he stands, we will stand mm-hmm. because it's a sign of respect. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, that sounds right. Like, yeah. And it was just, okay. And then he heard, you know, Libby speak and then he heard a couple of other people speak and he was like, war's really bad, isn't it, Dad? People, like, you know, that's not good. I said, no, mate, it's pretty shit actually. And if we, if you never have to see war, that will be um, a great thing. Hmm. So I hope that happens. Yeah, so, so calm down, Vlad. Yeah, fucking calm your farm. <laughs> but speaking of war. And I don't know whether or not we've mentioned this before. Do you remember the story of the one-man war? No. I don't recall that. Okay. In March 9, 1974, so near six months before I was born. I'm about to say it's um, just after I was born. Yeah. Nearly 30 years after the end of the Second World War, a Japanese soldier, Hiru, so H-I-R-O-O, Hiru, Onoda, O-N-O-D-A, finally surrendered after waging a war he'd been in the jungle in the mountains. In December 1944, towards the end of the global conflict, uh, Onoda, an intelligence officer, was sent to Lambag Island in the Philippines. His briefing was to destroy the infrastructure on the island and to do all he could to thwart enemy attacks. When the US and the Philippine forces landed the island a couple of months later, um, Anoda and three other Japanese soldiers decided to hide in the mountains and use guerrilla war tactics. In October 1945, they found a leaflet which said, war ended on August 15th, come down from the mountains. But they didn't fucking believe it. It was inconceivable that Japan could have been defeated or worse, surrendered. So a few weeks later... So they just thought it was trickery. Shenanigans, propaganda. Mm. Yep. And that's not something that would have been uncommon. Like the, Not back then. Well, mm. no, because the Germans dropped pamphlets across Americans um, for the men of colour going, if they treat you like this in your homeland, imagine how they're going to treat you here. Like it was all, there was real, mm. you know, sort of psychological warfare going on. Anyway, a few weeks later, more leaflets were dropped, uh, including the surrender order signed by the General uh, Yamashita of the 14th Area Army. They didn't believe that either. Just another immune trick. So they carried on with a hit-and-run campaign, living in huts made out of bamboo. 
The men survived on a diet of rice, coconuts, meats, cattle, slaughtered farms and raids, and they continued out a series of raids over many years, lots of them resulting in deaths. Um, I wanted my own territory, and Otis said in his defence, to expand, we had to break the locals. I minimal materialised to destroy things. I materialised to destroy things, threatening them, lighting fires, and then. In 1950, one of the men gave himself up to the Filipino forces. He was obviously fucking over it. (laughs) (laughs) Don't blame him. And then there was three. And in 1952, family photographs along with letters and a note telling these – so everyone fucking knew they were there. So they dropped (laughs) photos and letters – from the family of these men saying, it's over. Yeah, this is real. Like, it's, it's done. Surrender. Another trick they decided. No, it's fucking set up. Shoot your shit up, Richie. Jeez, and in 19- family are even in on it. <laughs> in 1954, as they carried out their private war, one of the three guys was killed by a search party looking for them. And then there was two. They carried on the fight, and in such was for another 18 years until in 1972, Anoto's final remaining companion was killed in a shootout with police. And then there was one, Anoto. Two years later, so he's fucking fighting by himself. Uh, Nero Suzuki, a Japanese explorer and adventurer, decided to search for Anoto and went to the island, where he met a nervous soldier levelling his rifle at the stranger. But Suzuki was well briefed and called out quickly, Anoto-san, the emperor and the people of Japan are worried about you. The men talked and Anoda explained that he would not surrender until he had a direct order to do so from his commanding officer. Now, you've got to remember... This has been going on for a while. Fucking 30 years ago. <laughs> the following month, Suzuki returned. So he went away and came back with um, Major uh, Tanagechi, uh, who by this time was no longer in the army. He was a bookseller. <laughs> <laughs> And Tanagachi assured Anoda that the Imperial Command had ceased all its combat activity and he should lay down his arms. Anoda accordingly surrendered and later presented his ceremonial sword to President Marcos, who in return granted him a pardon for his guerrilla activities. Anoda went home to return. Uh, Anoda went home a hero, but quickly found out modern Japan was not to his taste. No, it'd be and, very different. Yeah, and relocated to a Japanese colony in San Paulo, Brazil, where he became a cattle farmer. And in 2001, he gave rare interviews to a Western journalist in which he said, in Japan, you go to war because you are ready to die. It is the absolute precondition. To become a prisoner is the worst thing possible. On Lamberg Island, I didn't want to believe as to be seen a failure, so I protected my honour and carried out the mission to the end. And he died of heart failure in 2014, age 91. Fuck that. 40 years he was fighting a war. And no one was fighting him. No, he's just just there. Yeah, actually, no, it was 30 years. 30 years he was just fucking fighting himself. How shit would that be? I mean, at what point do you reckon you'd go, oh, maybe the war's over? (laughs) (laughs) He needed to get a bit of X-Files in him. He should want to believe. Well, I don't think he wanted to believe. No, he didn't want to believe at all. It was inconceivable if that Japan would surrender. Or be defeated. So what's your next option? Well, fucking punch on. <laughs> punch on. <laughs> punch on. But that, I, that was his mantra. But I love the fact that they had to get his former commander, who's a bookseller. Imagine if he died. Imagine if he was dead. Well, he would never he have wouldn't have had up. anyone. He'd Unless, still be there. He'd still be there. Well, he probably wouldn't be now. He would have had a heart attack. But Yeah, well, maybe Japan killed him. Maybe. <laughs> 
He was only 91. Surely he would have run out of Makes bullets. Imagine <laughs> they'd, they'd find this bloody body in the jungle. Mm. It'd just be skeletal remains now. Like all the flesh would have been eaten by the bloody. Um, Did you say skeletal remains? Skeletal. As in, oh, not by the power not of skull. No. no, no, different. <laughs> okay. Different. Um, you know, like all the flesh would have been eaten by the quackers ages ago. <laughs> yes. So <laughs> that would have been gone. Um, but when they'd actually find that, like, who the hell is this person? But on the back of his neck, on the skull, mm. uh, would actually be have made in Japan. <laughs> so they'll at least know where he was from. You don't get that much anymore, made in Japan. No, made in China took over. Well, when- And since COVID kicked in, I think there's going to be a lot more made in other places now yeah. because <laughs> everyone's like, you know, we relied on China a little bit too much. But we're still not getting anything made anywhere else. No. We're just not getting them made. That's well, exactly right. Because the thing was, we ended up, Everything was made in Australia, and then it got made in Japan, especially consumer electronics. And then Japan- Cheaper stuff. Cheaper stuff, but then it became a hallmark of quality. True. Like if you had consumer hi- hi-fi or electronics, and it was made in Japan, you knew it was good shit. Yeah, and then the bag shit, if memory serves me correctly, made became in made in Taiwan. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or the People's Public of Taipei. <laughs> Just trying to keep those people yeah. in Beijing happy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, we don't want to. We don't want to annoy anyone. Oh, we don't. It's not why we're here. Could you imagine if the South Road Boys are the catalyst for a war with China because we referred to Taiwan as Taiwan, not the People's Republic of Taipei? Yeah, I think of all the possible reasons that there could be a war kick in. Yes, I don't think it's us that's going to kick it. Yeah, off. but fucking imagine how mad people would be. Oh, they wouldn't be happy. With like us. China goes, you know what? We are putting sanctions in. We're not sending you any anything that we make at all. We're not taking any of your iron ore, not taking any of your fresh produce, not taking anything or import yep. from Australia. No meat, no wine, no nothing. And there they are at the, at, at the UN, and there's a big <laughs> fucking argy-bargy over it. And through translator after translator, so English into Chinese and then Chinese back into English and whatever, and they go, but why? <laughs> <laughs> and then it comes back to the official podcast of yeah. the United Nations. <laughs> The South Road Boys <laughs> referred to it yeah. as Taiwan. And they just lost their shit. Exactly. <laughs> I'm just – mind you, though, the uptake in possum fleshlights has taken off quite well. <laughs> I knew they could be so covered. Unfortunately for us, we had to like head to the highlands <laughs> and hide like – our Japanese friend. Yes. And we've been podcasting ever since. <laughs> from the Great Lake. From, from unknown destinations <laughs> at the Great Lake in Central Islands of Tasmania. Yes. We just like this myth. Oh, People don't know where we are, what's unknown. going on, but we release an episode every week. <laughs> exactly. At some point in time, they have internet connectivity once a week. <laughs> where is it coming from? Yeah, and then people are like, but is it still them? Or has someone taken over like a voice like synthesizer? Well, because we've done enough episodes now, we're not coming up with any original material. It's, <laughs> it's pretty much <laughs> boobs and bum jokes. Yeah. Um, why not? Get writers in, make it funnier. Yeah. It just, it could be done. Easily, deep faked. Yeah. yeah, we could, this, we might be dead now. This podcast now could, could be, be like, someone else doing it. Fuckers. Yeah, we died two years ago. We both died of COVID. <laughs> we both died of COVID. <laughs> right when it started. We started COVID. 
And that's why the fucking Chinese hate us. Because we blame them. We blame them. It was actually the official podcast of the United Nations. See, they admitted it. On the podcast. Yep. So, you know, we were two years ago, so they've just had some government officials <laughs> who just keep it going. Mm. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, it's audio deepfake. Yeah, so ScoMo's just basically got an audio deepfake. <laughs> ScoMo died ages ago, too. Did he now? Weekend of Bernie, him <laughs> months ago. He's just, you actually look, if you watch him yes. on any of his uh, interviews and so forth, his eyes you don't, can move. Actually, they don't move. And you can actually see the, the fishing line moving his arms around. If you look closely. They never light him from the back. No, oh, no. no. It's always the same angle. Always the same angle. Yep. So, Dead giveaway. Got to be careful. <laughs> Things are not what, you th- what they appear to be, Joe. You know what else is not what Trickery. it appears to be? What's that? Camping. Camp- camping's great. Well, okay, you say that. I love camping. I know. Is living in a shed camping? No, it is not. No. That's, that's, I think, you know, that's I in think, a shed. I think shedding might Especially be- in your own shed. <laughs> like if you, if you travel to someone else's shed. Yes. Um, like you consider that maybe a getaway. Wouldn't call it camping though, but when you're in your own Low, shed. It's like a half star. Half star. Half star Airbnb. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And that gets some great reviews. Wouldn't it just? Imagine the reviews like the bloody camping one. Perfect. <laughs> the only good thing about it were the party melons. The party melons. <laughs> and the yogurt. <laughs> the yogurt. Party oh, melons and yogurt. Geez, that's kind of a different direction. Party melons and yogurt. <laughs> you know what? If I had some party melons, yogurt's the last thing I'd put on them. <laughs> like, I'm not a big fan of yogurt anyway. I don't think I'd put them on party melons, though. No? No. I oh, no. No. Good for you, though. Is it? Probiotics. No, I can't. Probiotics. <laughs> <laughs> you know. I can just imagine you getting a young lady back to your swag <laughs> who's got her party melons out. Can I Can I, Can I? I put some yogurt on them? <laughs> and she's like, it's an interesting kink, but, you know, I've seen nine and a half weeks. Why not? <laughs> why, why yogurt? Probiotics. Probiotics. <laughs> Oh, it could be worse, mate. Yes. Could be amateur biotics. <laughs> so not even professional. No. <laughs> Just made in the backyard. <laughs> it's your own breaking bad. Yeah. <laughs> it's the low <laughs> You got your own yogurt kid in the shed. A drug dealer for the health industry. <laughs> amateur biotics. <laughs> Oh, but, um, yeah, anyway, um, oh, God, camping in the shed. <laughs> Do tell. Oh, fuck. Well, so as you know, uh, and the roadies may or may not be aware, um, my wife and I, my daughter's got dust mite allergies, so from that we ripped up the carpet, finding that we were quite blessed to have beautiful, hard Tasmanian oak floorboards, which I would say if I was to be a floorboard grader, which I am not, probably about 93%. Of quality, like mm-hmm. they were bloody good. It's pretty good, man. Yeah, um, there was two boards I needed to remove, which I f- thankfully managed to source a couple of planks of Tassie oak um, that looked to be of a similar era. Well played from the old tip shop. Yep, um, and I fitted those in, and they just come up a treat. They look like they be- nice. they look like they match. Um, but our house has been unlivable for since Tuesday. So what, you're not getting along or? <laughs> no, me in the house. Yeah. Fucking not even having words. 
Um, because they're obviously sanding it, so that's a lot of dust. And then they're putting three layers of like a a sealant. Um, one, two, uh, whatever. Fucking smelly is what they are. Yep. You cannot sleep in it. You cannot hang out in it. The guys who were doing it were in full face masks. So yeah, kind of says. And he said, "Look, don't put a heater in here that's got like any chance of sparking because it will fucking go up." <laughs> I'm like, All right, You're right. Don't do that. So we got a couple of uh, stretcher cots mm-hmm. for the kids, and my wife and I we we got our own King Daddy swag. You did Very hasn't impressed. been hasn't been seasoned yet. <laughs> Don't need to. So we've erected it in the shed. In the shed. <laughs> Just random. It's so, so random. It is very, very random. And we moved the – obviously, all our furniture had to leave the house. Mm-hmm. So that's now in the shed. That's basically just like home. The only difference is is that we don't have internet in the shed mm-hmm. and we don't have a television in the shed. So any – Entertainment for my wife and I after the children go to sleep. Yeah, is what, Joe? <laughs> <laughs> not not with the kids that close. Like I've got a, I've got a swag buddy, but yeah, it is. that's that's the, the most common word used between you two once the kid go to, the kids go to sleep is shh. <laughs> Wait, the kids. <laughs> oh, in your dreams, buddy, you're putting that near me. <laughs> Get your hands off me, you fucking cold. It's probably more than like it. Anyway, so. Uh, nice nice party melons. <laughs> laptop with old school DVDs. Nice. That's what we've been doing. And that's worked a treat. You know, first world, very first world problems. But we've had power. Um, we've got a fridge out there. Yep. Cooking has been done on the Barbie. Nice. That or works. Or electric fry pan. Yep. Um, do you have a shower? Like, is there a bathroom out no. there? No. Right. We have access to the house. We can go to the toilet. But we cannot access the shower because that's right. a separate so room. So we're just going to jump in the the Levin River, pretty much. Um, <laughs> but thankfully, here's the bonus: if you tell people you can't have a shower, one, they take a step back. But the other is, come round to my place, have a shower. Uh-huh. People are generous with their showers, as in no strings attached either, like right. no keys in the bowl. Just come on in, have a shower. Fuck off. Not so. None of those are golden. No, right. no, no! Don't give me a tickle with your little so, golden yeah, trickle. So you don't kind of you don't walk in the house and there's the old uh, Wayne with his wing out. <laughs> I want you to be my peeing wing chum. Uh, no, no golden chows. Okay, which was good. Yeah, I agree. Especially with It'd people you hardly messy. know. Mind you, it's in their place, so you know you're not cleaning up. True. Uh, <laughs> uh, That'd be the worst part: the clean up. Yeah, it's just messy. Well, the good thing is- Like, if you want to do it, that's fine, but it just seems like a lot of work. Well, you'd want to either put a lot of tarps down- A lot of prep. A lot of prep, or not, outside. Yeah, You're not really outside of work, but you're yeah. not really going to have that instant thing of, want a bit? Yeah. So yeah, do that. So you just whip it out, and then you're like, oh, oh I wish f- would set up first. I haven't even seasoned this tarp. There's stuff <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> Could you imagine trying to clean out the swag? <laughs> oh. <laughs> like- it's not the place to do it. No. No, I agree. No. Anyway, uh, so we had a couple of showers, which was great. People have invited us over, so we didn't, you know, reek too badly. Um, and as of today, so as of Friday afternoon, we were able to walk with socks only Okay, on the floorboards, which yep. means we could get to the shower. Mm-hmm. So that's that been- That would have been good. That's been fine. So we really only had like three or four nights. Yep. 
which is not that hard. Not to too extreme. No. And we had a shower Tuesday morning. So. <laughs> did you? I mean, I know it's a personal question, mm. but did you have any uh, big daddy swag shenanigans? Oh yeah, I got loads of swag. Yeah, no. absolutely. Oh, because the Tuesday night and the Wednesday night, my children went to my mother's because <laughs> it's school holidays. So Grammy said, "Look, come for a sleepover." And so my wife and I had the swag to ourselves, the shed to ourselves. Got out the Ryobi, and it was all on. It's, I think it's fantastic. <laughs> Lots you've of power actually, tools. You've actually done that. Yeah. Because, I, I don't know if you know this, mate, <laughs> but um, there's a book coming out early 2023, Troy's Love Tips. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Troy's Love and, Tips. Uh, <laughs> uh, love Tip uh, number three. Yes. Yeah, is actually um, Tagger. <laughs> With some swagger. <laughs> Take it with some swagger. And, uh, and I don't know if you're reading behind the words here, but basically it's saying have sex in a swag. Okay. And it's, you, there is a, you can Subtle. get, you can get loving in the swag, but yeah. Yeah. Tagger with some swagger. Nice. I like yeah. it. Yeah. Love tip number three. Love tip number three. Yeah, Tagger with love some tips. swagger. Uh, early 2023 release. It's going to be fantastic. Mm. <laughs> I so look forward to that book. <laughs> It is going to change. It's going to revolutionise the sex industry. Oh, it's it will be the new Kama Sutra. Imagine, imagine, right? Yeah, all the people. If we could actually- <laughs> <laughs> imagine if we could actually get the possum fleshlight industry, because <laughs> there's an industry. <laughs> it's, it's not even a niche. It's a fucking industry. Of course, it is. Especially with people who say y'all. <laughs> Imagine if we could get them to actually be the official sponsor of the book. You can fuck one of them critters. (laughs) Get yourself a possum flashlight. (laughs) Is it just, is that the cover? Is it a possum flashlight with the little ring tail on it? I think so. I mean, it's like, it's a little bit like, I mean, I don't know if you've seen these things, Mm. but apparently they're, they're out there. But you do get um, vibrators that are shaped like dolphins and that kind of thing. Of course, because so nothing says sexy time that like flashlight. <laughs> um, is shaped like a possum. And I mean, I tell you what, if we could get the book sponsored by I the Cocturnal, I reckon it'd be fantastic. I've, I would have thought it would have been more. You know, if you're going to look, and I'm look, we're not saying we're into bestiality. That's not a thing. It's not going to be furry. Wouldn't you go a dash hound? <laughs> dash hound. Like a, a, a doction, aren't they the little sausage like the dogs? the sausage dogs? Yeah. Wouldn't that lend itself more to a flashlight? I don't know. I, honestly, I think that the the ringtail possum, yep. that look, yeah. I just think they're a lot cuter. Yeah. Like if I was- Because <laughs> that's what you want when you're masturbating furiously. Exactly. It's a cute little furry I thing. I don't know if I want four legs hanging off my cock. <laughs> I just- I just and How many legs f- do you reckon a ringtail flappy, possum's and got? And these big flappy ears and stuff. Yeah, but the, the ring tapos, I mean, they're little legs. Oh, yeah. Whereas, the, the, I mean, you're talking about paws and everything. Yeah, true. You know, and true. I, mean, I mean, no one wants to pause in the middle of doing your business. <laughs> true. You, you really so want to go for you it. You don't want to pause. No. You want to go fucking all the way. And would you make. Far out. <laughs> you're, you're regretting this, are you? I just, but, I am regretting yeah. this, but there. Look, the image that came to my mind is that you would make the. the have the ability that the ringtail on the said ringtail possum fleshlight. Yep. Um, the Cocturnal. The Cocturnal. <laughs> Cocturnal 2000. <laughs> I don't know why 2000 is the number. 
Oh, it always sounds cool. The Cocturnal 2000. Yeah. Um, whether or not the tail on the Cocturnal 2000 fleshlight um, <laughs> is bendy but firm so you could use it almost as a sphincter tickler. Oh, I think it's definitely going to be an adjustable accessory. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no doubt about that at all. Fair enough. I mean, yeah. you know, whatever you're Trevor. <laughs> whatever you're into. No shame in that game. <laughs> Just So have you um have you enjoyed your time then in the shed? You know what? It has not been completely shit. Oh, nice. It has not been completely shit. We've had uh I mean, we all sit around the table and have a, a meal anyway. Um the things that I have not enjoyed about being in the shed. Joe's top five things you don't enjoy when you camp in the shed. Yep. Um, <laughs> one or two children deciding at some point in time, generally between the hours of 2 a.m. and 5 a.m., needing to go to the toilet. Okay. And thankfully, oh, I do love my son. He'll just... He cold and showered his swag. <laughs> Is it season, Dad? <laughs> um, no. He just opens the shed door and does a bushway. Nice. Doesn't even wake me up. I have a good bushway. Here's that a my- question when mm. you do a bushway. Yep. Um, are you a, a loud bushwear or are you a swire? Because oh, I'm, I'm going to make a, it silent. I'm a swire. Yeah, I've got to make so it I'll silent. So I'll try and fly it around left and right. No, I'll pick different spots so it doesn't. So you just haven't got that. Is it just like it's flying into the dirt, no, like a tap? I try and find a, a shrubbery mm. or a plant because you've got to water it anyway. Mm. And then you you get sort of like the bank shot. Yeah, okay. Which cuts yeah, down on the noise. Yeah, no, I'm with you. See, I'm, I'm a swayer. Like, I'll, I'll just whip it around everywhere. <laughs> try, try and make it so Like cut. a fireman's hose that's not being grabbed at the Pretty end. Pretty much. Yeah. Because it does bring the noise level down. Of course. Well, you believe it is. Yeah, because it's, it's not even you can't solid hear it. tap line. But you can't hear it over all the, woo! <laughs> <laughs> Making it rain! <laughs> woo! <laughs> Using it like a fucking lasso. <laughs> I'm a cowboy, baby. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, no. No. <laughs> Luckily, in most cases, it's dark when I'm doing that, so. Oh, you mm. pee in the dark? Well, not always, but I mean, if you're camping. <laughs> this gun's for hire. If, if, you, <laughs> if, you, if you're peeing in the dark. <laughs> um, Bruce if Coxteen. You, if, you're on a, if you're on a campsite <laughs> during the... <laughs> During the day, during the day, yes. it's probably oh, not the right shit, thing to just, day. to just go over and just have a wee in the bush. <laughs> You're better off going to maybe one of the toilets that are set up around the place. Probably the night time, it's oh, kind of okay. If you can't see someone else, go for it. Yeah, I mean, just anywhere. Yeah. On, the, on the barbecue, on the fire, it doesn't matter. <laughs> just wherever you go. Mind you, and I can't say I've done it. But there is something inside me that would love to just be there, fucking broad daylight, just absolute broad daylight. Yep. You just walk down to the beach. Do some about, yoga. Get, a, <laughs> get some yogurt. Get about knee deep, just piss in the ocean, no hands. <laughs> no hands. <laughs> and just just want to have a camera on the people who walk down that track behind you going, Dad, is that man? Oh, he's pissing in the ocean. Boy, fish do it all the time. 
Well, I mean, you think about the ocean. All we're doing is swimming in a, a water-filled. It's, it's like a cemetery. There's corpses everywhere. There's dead shit in it. It's just, I mean, if you really think about it. Um, whale sperm? It's gross. Whale sperm. Exactly. Like, so, you know, that's there. You know, if all you worry about it is, is a bit diluted of a little bit. <laughs> yeah. It is diluted smidge. A little bit, yeah, just a yeah. tad. Um, so, no, camping mm. in camping in the shed has not been bad. It's not something that I would want to do on the rig. It's not like, oh, hey, kids, let's find a shed that we can go and camp in. <laughs> go and do in. another camp in the yeah. shed. Let's see if Troy's got a shed that we can camp in, because I tell you what, <laughs> fucking camping in your shed is going to be a lot different than camping in mine. <laughs> a lot fucking different. Oh, maybe that is a new thing, though. Shed camp. Shed camp. Well, I reckon Start it's- Start up a new app. Yeah, it's air shed and shed instead of Airbnb. Air, air shed, shed and shed. shed. Yeah, and you you get different ratings. So do you have? Because some people do have the fancy pants shed where they do maybe have running water. I still don't have running which, water. A which, toilet, which we have running water, but we don't have a toilet. Yep. But you can we in the garden, which is only a step away. Mm-hmm. Do you have access to you know? I mean, you're not going to go and do a bush poo in your own backyard. Not normally. <laughs> not normally. Like, it's not something I'd mm-hmm. do. Um, but why not? Some people are into that. <laughs> um, <laughs> do you have different rooms? Like, you know, make it a family affair. Um, you know, do you have USB ports? Perfect power. A new shed would have USB ports. Possibly. You know, I mean, the shed we had cards in. That had Her- USB charging ports. That had more PowerPoints. <laughs> Than the electric company. <laughs> like, <laughs> had PowerPoints. So everywhere. many fucking PowerPoints. Out of control. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, you're right. I think um, Sheet Camp. Sheet Camp. Could be the new big thing. Could it? <laughs> really could. Um, <laughs> <laughs> shed Camp. I would actually, you know what? The shed that we played cards in, I'd camp in that shed. I'd actually be right. Probably not a family shed, though. Imagine one of those sheds, like, you know, up the back of a, like a farm somewhere. You know when you're driving down a road and you see a shed and you think, geez, no one's been in that for a while? Yeah. Makes them fucking staying in that shed. Well, I did have the conversation with the wife saying I was very grateful we had the shed and not the barn. Well, that's not, yeah. Because that's only three sides. Mm. I mean, once again, if you're in the swag, not going to be that much of an issue, but when you're (laughs) you're out there in the middle of fucking April (laughs) trying to rustle some food together. Yeah. Not a good time of year. Kicking the rats away. Kicking the rats away. (laughs) Top tip, roadies, if you are getting your floors done and if you could possibly wangle it, summer's probably a better tip. (laughs) (laughs) Especially if you live in Tassie. Yeah. Yeah, April gets a bit chilly. Glad I'm not doing it in June or July. Oh, Christ, no. Yeah, that would be quite, quite. Oh, look, it'll be worth it. I'm certain the floorboards will look amazing. They do. They look absolutely Mm. spectacular. Um, Absolutely wonderful. Nice. Yeah, cool. All right, mate. Well, thank you for that. Uh, On that, roadies, I am Joe. I'm Troy. And we are the South Road Boys. We certainly are.